Bottom Saints with Alice Randall. I'm your host, Alice Randall. Each episode of this podcast will explore the life of a particular saint in the novel Black Bottom Saints, the rich history of Detroit's Black Bottom neighborhood, what the Detroit past has to tell us about the global future, and end with a cocktail recipe. This podcast is for people who have and have not read Black Bottom Saints. Each episode, we'll be talking about the play between history and fiction and how one informs the other. I hope a stop here is a little like meeting up with a talkative stranger in the lobby of Detroit's fabled Gotham Hotel. This episode, will be celebrating the movable feast of Thanksgiving and the saint Ziggy called Mr. B, Billy Eckstein. So let's kick off our Thanksgiving celebration with a feast of three Billy Eckstein songs, perfect to be savored on repeat during your cooking, instead of cooking, before your meal, after your meal, if for compensation, if you don't have the guest you want, for celebration, if you do have the guest you do, if you're all alone or you're in a big crowd, three great songs to listen to, Rhythm in a Riff, Jelly, Jelly, and The Very Thought of You. Rhythm in a Riff is something Eckstein wrote and sang, and it's a tune that can be appreciated by the most advanced jazz aficionados and the youngest child. I think that makes it perfect for this holiday where many generations often come together, but it is so smart and deep. It's perfect if you are solo on Thanksgiving. Jelly Jelly is pure, sly deliciousness, perfect for the transgressive table that acknowledges Thanksgiving is a holiday rooted in theft of lands and violation of trust, but also in respect for gratitude. That's Jelly Jelly. The very thought of you, Ziggy's favorite Eckstein tune, puts us in the heart of the Eckstein story. The first words of that song, The Very Thought of You, are the near to last words of the Eckstein chapter. I don't need your photograph to keep by my bed. Your picture is always in my head. I don't need your portrait. I see your face in every flower. Your eyes are the stars, the very thought of you, and I forget to do the ordinary things. No one knew the power of a photograph more or more tragically than Billy Eckstein. I will let Ziggy tell it. Mr. B was destroyed by a white woman, an artist, a photographer. It was a kind of hit and run where the hitter doesn't even know they killed somebody. But Martha Holmes killed Billy Eckstein in 1949. She took a picture of Mr. B surrounded by these white fans, girls, white girls, and the women are smiling and one of them lays her head on his chest in a kind of casual but rapt adoration. And Mr. B is cool. He plays it like all this and everything else in the world belongs to me. Martha Holmes captured that look. After that photo, all his booking stopped. Everything stopped. I've heard Quincy Jones say if Eckstein had been white, the sky would have been the limit. Without Eckstein, there's no Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, Charlie Parker, no Sassy, no Sarah Vaughn, as we know Sarah Vaughn, without Mr. B. They all played in that big band of his. He started in 1944, Bebop. They played Bebop in a way I had never heard before, and I had heard everything. Billy Eckstein invented that language. With the click of a shutter, Martha Holmes killed all of that. Those are Ziggy's words. That's how he saw it. Today, in honor of the genius of Billy Eckstein, and out of respect 
for the trauma he experienced being violently captured in a photograph, in respect of the trauma that is Thanksgiving past and the hope that is Thanksgiving present and future, I want to introduce listeners to seven of my favorite photographers, each of them a Black woman, photographers who manifest the truth that Black lives matter by the way they reflect Black faces and bodies and landscapes in powerful photographs. I want to use this moment to remember that the Gotham Hotel was a site of many fabulous Thanksgiving celebrations. And it was a home to a Black photography club that Sammy Davis Jr. was a member of. If that club was still in operation, these seven photographers would be venerated. And if I could do something for Billy Eckstein in relation to photography, it would be to go back in some kind of time continuum and let these seven women photograph him. As antidote and answer to the negative visual scrutiny BIPOC people are often subjected to, and as recognition that underlying the Thanksgiving story in Detroit, Michigan, is the founding of Detroit that is based on what scholar Tia Miles has called a theft of lands and a theft of people. That is the past, and it must be redeemed in our present with art and reckoning. So my seven power visionaries, I'm sending out to do that on this Thanksgiving 2021, India Bill. She creates photographs that witness, and she creates videos that are testimonies. She chooses to photograph people and the testimonies of people whose stories have been pushed out of the center of the American story. Latoya Ruby Frazier shoots campaigns for social justice, not for art shows, though her images often end up in gallery walls, and she has won a MacArthur Genius Award. Her photo series have titles that ask questions, including, what is a family? What is an urban pioneer? Why does clean water matter? All of those are good Thanksgiving questions. Jean Mutusami Ash has a daughter she named Camera. She published a book, Daddy and Me, which features photos of her late husband, Arthur Ashe, and their daughter, Camera, documenting her daughter's response to her father's illness during his last year of battling AIDS. As a child, Corrine Simpson fell in love with jewelry and would eventually become a jewelry designer with her most notable collection known as the Black Cameo. She was one of the first women to ever cover the Paris fashion shows, and she was a Black woman. Biddy Eckstein would have particularly appreciated Corrine Simpson. His sartorial swagger was a significant aspect of his musical performance and his art of life performance. Lorna Simpson, no relation to Corrine, combines text, words with images, pictures. Simpson often photographs things, not people. Some of her series include the bed, the bathroom, theater seats, staircase, fire escape, and one of my favorites, wigs. Deborah Willis was surrounded by photographers growing up. Her daddy was a photographer. Her daddy's cousin owned a photo studio and her father's best friend was a photographer for a black newspaper. Willis is herself a scholar and a photography and one of America's preeminent photographers. She produced a documentary film through a lens darkly, black photographers and the emergence of a people that talks about this relationship to community construction, self-construction, and image construction. 
Dabulis is also a quilter, incorporating photographs in some of her quilts. Carrie Mae Weems is one of the greatest names in American photography and world photography. Her most famous photographs are known as the Kitchen Table Series. It's a series of black and white pictures of Carrie Mae Weems sitting at a kitchen table playing different roles. At moments viewing these photographs, it seems she stops being Carrie Mae Weems and starts being all Black women. Carrie Mae's very first exhibition was called Family Pictures and Stories, and it was a celebration of Black family life. That makes Carrie Mae Weems, for me, the perfect Thanksgiving 2021 inspiration when we step into the lives of our family and begin to document them with our phones. Happy Thanksgiving. Remember the tragedy of Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. An underlying theme of Black Bottom Saints is moving from trauma to transcendence. That's why I can say happy Thanksgiving. It does not erase the tragic thefts of land of bodies that are ongoing, but it inspires us to move from the place of trauma into the place of transcendence, honoring the traumatized. It allows us to say joy is radical. So happy Thanksgiving for all. Play some Billy Eckstein, pull out your phone and take powerful pictures of your family, your friends, your families. That's what I call friend family. Take pictures of their truth and beauty and have a toast to Billy Eckstein and whoever it is in your life, you don't need a photograph to remember while knowing that photographs shape who and how we remember and are remembered. Thanksgiving is happy and traumatic. Two contrary things can exist in the same moment. So let's embrace joy with art. Take a photograph this Thanksgiving that says, I see you be India Beale for a moment. Take a photograph that says, this is my family. Walk in the footsteps of Latoya Ruby Fraser for a moment. Take a picture that says, I see one of my family members is hurting. Bijan Mustasami Ash for a moment. Take a picture that says, this person is dressed. Be Kareen Simpson for a moment. Take a picture of an object and add words. Be Lorna Simpson for a moment. Take a beautiful picture of someone or something you think is beautiful. Be Deb Willis for a moment. Take a picture of yourself sitting at your kitchen table. Be Carrie Mae Weems for a moment. Take a photograph that is a liberation space for the person photographed and for the photographer. And shake up one libation for the feast day of Billy Eckstein, the swankiest cloud. One and a half jiggers of Calisea liqueur, one and a half jiggers of Plymouth gin. Place in a cocktail shaker with crushed ice. Shake, strain, and serve. Keep zagging with Ziggy and always remember, joy is radical. I am Alice Randall, and this is the Black Bottom Saints podcast and our very special movable feast for Thanksgiving. Tennessee, every night about. 
This podcast was produced by Chelsea Crowell and Aaron McNally. The theme from Black Bottom Saints was written and recorded by Louis York. Nashville Women Blues was recorded by Reese Palmer and written by Bessie Smith. The novel Black Bottom Saints is published by Amistad, HarperCollins, and is available at your favorite bookstore and on Audible. Find out more at alicerandall.com.